Welcome, welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1, featuring Bay Area Sports Insight. Now, here's your host, Jimmy B. Good morning, sports fans. Welcome to the Jimmy B Sports Show. I'm your host, Jim Barron. Lots to talk about this week, mostly football, some huge trades, as the Bucks get ready to head up to Washington to play the Washington football team. The number here is 877-448-7901. Or you can check in sports at power901.com. Get your email read here on the show. We'll be right back to get started on Power 90.1. There's a lot going on at the Landing Bar and Grill in Valrico. There's great food at the Landing featuring several signature landing-only specialties like shareable appetizers, seafood, flat bread, salads, wings, pasta, pizza, burgers, gluten-free, keto-friendly, kid-friendly, dog-friendly, desserts, craft beer and cocktails, and a lot more. And if you're looking for entertainment, we've got it. National holidays, food events, live music, karaoke, cornhole, and live team trivia. Check out our full menu on Facebook or online at thelandingvalrico.com. Sports is back and we've got that too. The Landing Bar and Grill off Lithia Pinecrest in Valrico. The Landing Bar and Grill. Land as strangers, depart as friends. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Bucks fans, what's your thoughts on this week's game against the Washington football team? Coming off a loss to the Saints before our bye week, we have a chance to regroup a little bit, look at some film, and more importantly, rest up some of the injuries that we have had so far this year. I mean, if you look at the team this year versus last year, you have to say that the Bucks are better this year, actually a much better team this year than they were last year at this point. And then, as you know, we went on to win the Super Bowl. So right now, this offense, they found its identity. They've established a rhythm with Brady. And, you know, if you look at it, he's having an MVP caliber season. And he's 44 years old. I mean, I think he's even ahead of um, people like Kyler Murray, Aaron Rodgers, Josh Allen. Stafford may have him by a couple yards uh, as far as passing yards. But, you know, he, he's just he's the favorite right now, I believe, to win the MVP uh, in Vegas at 44 years old. So you got to give credit to Coach Arians. Uh, offensive coordinator Brian Leftwich. So you able to merge Arian's offense with what Brady likes to do best. And that's, you know, getting everyone involved because if you're on the field with Brady, you have to be aware that he may call your number at any time. And even if he doesn't call your number in the play, in the huddle, he still may come to you on a check down. So you have to be ready. And that's what's great about Brady. He spreads the ball all over the place. And, you know, he's basically only important game to him is the next one. And he has a way of getting the team ready to do that. So what's it going to take to go ahead and win another championship like we did last year at this point of the season? Well, I think there's two things. One, you don't have control over injuries. Um, so you got to do what you got to do with the injuries as far as getting the team healthy and getting players. If you look, you can go back to um, uh, you can go back to the early part of the season where we have people like Sean Murphy bunting hurt. He's been hurt since week two, I believe. Then you have the other starter, Carlton Davis, 
got hurt in week four or five. Um, the good news is I think Murphy Bunting is really um, getting ready to return from the injured reserve. Uh, you have Scotty Miller, who uh, had turf toe. He may or may not be ready to go this week against Washington. Uh, but a couple people that aren't going to go is Rob Gronkowski, most likely. Uh, he came back after getting those cracked ribs and a slightly punctured lung against the Rams back in week three. He tried to come back and play, and uh, back spasms, which were connected to the rib injury, did not allow him to. So he most likely will not be going tomorrow. Uh, we will have Richard Sherman, it looks like, I think he's going to be good to go after that hamstring injury. But when you look at the injuries like that, and then, of course, you have Antonio Brown. So, you know, he's right now in a walking boot, from what I understand. Uh, so he won't be on the field this week. Do we need him to beat the Washington football team? No, probably not. At this point, I think it's one of those um, mindsets where you just win and move on. Win and keep going. So I find it um, that Arians and Leftwich, Brady, will sit down, get a game plan going. Uh, if you look, I mean, we just picked up a, uh, a tight end, Darian Fells, because with Gronkowski not being able to go, you're going to see us running the ball, I believe. And quite honestly, for as good of a receiver as Cameron Brait and O.J. Howard are, neither of them are very good blockers. And you have to be able to have your tight end blocking in the schemes if you want to be able to run the ball in the NFL. So I think by acquiring him, he's going to helpfully, he's going to hopefully help the offense uh, be even more powerful than they already are. If you look, and then again, we're playing Washington. So they're like the 30, I think they're the 30th, the 32nd ranked team against the pass. So by all rights, we should be able to have a great day downfield if Brady and company want to go that route. But I think, you know, like I said, you can't control the injuries uh, that we've had. Uh, it's just a matter of getting the team healthy. But one of the things that you can control are the penalties. So I think that that's, if, if anything, an Achilles heel that we've had this year has been the penalties. But the good news is, is that most of them, if you have penalties on the offensive side of the ball, like motion, um, something like that, then that's really one of those situations where you're not paying attention or you might have a, uh, a lapse in your thinking, false starts, but you know, concentration may not be there. But this year, it's, it's on the defensive side of the ball, though, 10 defensive pass interference penalties, which happens to be second most in the league, I believe. And then you have uh, you know, holding calls as well. So the penalties have hurt us at certain times during the year. But when it comes down to it, I would rather have those penalties than the other ones on the offensive side of the ball, um, which shows a whole different um, type of issue. Again, going back to concentration and whatnot. So if you look at last year, after the bye week, we came back um, and we just kind of ran the table and took home the, took home the trophy. Also, what you have to look at right now is the schedule. Right now, right now, the Bucks have the second easiest schedule going forward to the end of the season. And, you know, obviously it helped last week with the Saints losing. So, again, we're 
atop the NFC South, six and two. But when you look at it, the teams that we have to play next, we can beat every one of those teams. The key is win the division and then get home field throughout the playoffs because I like our chances against any team in the NFL coming down to Raymond James and playing. When you have Tom Brady on the home field, I like those chances better than anyone else. Um, I know a lot of people are saying, well, the Rams, aren't they the team to beat now? Especially since they just picked up Odell Beckham Jr. Um, And I think that if you look at the Rams, and the Rams did beat us this year, the Rams are a good team. But you have to remember this. You're not going to go undefeated throughout the whole season. So look at the games in the NFL just last week alone. How many upsets were there? Look at the game, heck, Thursday night this week. Go down there to Miami. Miami knocks off Baltimore. So you never know any given week. But the Rams picking up Odell Beckham Jr. does nothing either way to put them above the Bucks at this point. Number one, the Bucks receiving staff is, I think, in my mind, better than anyone in the league. The Rams have a great staff, don't get me wrong, from the offensive side of the ball, especially with Cooper Cup, is probably the best receiver in the league right now. But remember, Odell Beckham Jr. left Cleveland, and when he cleared waivers, he was able to get picked up by the Rams. Now, he could have gone to the Saints, where he would have been the number one option. He also could have gone to Green Bay, where he would have been the number two receiver. Um, But he decided to go to the Rams. Why? Well, I believe that Odell Beckham Jr. has different uh, ideas in his mind other than football. So he has a home out there in California, and he wants to get into different aspects of, um, you know, production and whatnot in that um, Hollywood scene. So he wants to be out there with his buddy LeBron, and that's why he's content being the number four person on a team stacked with receivers right now. Like I said, his home's out there, and I think he sees his future out there. The way he left Cleveland leaves a bad taste in my mouth when you have his father putting on the internet, different clips of passes that were not thrown to him or bad passes from Baker Mayfield. So why any team would want to go out there and take a chance on him anyway is kind of beyond me. But nonetheless, um, Peyton sees something out there that it can't hurt to have him on the team as an option. And no, it may work out for him and we'll see what happens. But back to the Bucks, I think that I like our chances at home against any team in the NFL. And that goes for the Rams as well, or Green Bay or Arizona. People are saying Arizona may be the best team. You know what? Until someone beats the Bucks, like I said, to start this segment, the Bucks are a better team now this year than they were last year at this time. So one more year of being able to play together and being cohesive makes them that much stronger come playoff time. And I stress playoff time because it's a totally different animal than the regular season. The regular season, you do what you have to do to get through the season. There's an additional game this year. So now there's 17 games. Um, you got to pace yourself in some respects. And, you know, 
Let the cards fall where they may. If you have an unexpected loss like we just did last week, uh, don't worry about it. Move on to the next one. And when you have a consummate pro like Brady on your team, he's going to reiterate that throughout the locker room. And they'll be ready to play tomorrow. And I think that if you look at what's going to happen tomorrow, they're going to pick their poison and, and they're going to run the ball and pass the ball and really have a good game, in my opinion. We'd love to hear your thoughts. 877-448-7901. We'll be right back to talk more football and other sports on Power 90.1. The Property Shop, your one-stop shop for all of your real estate needs. Looking for homes for sale or rent in the Tampa market? Text HOMES to 71441. That's HOMES to 71441. The Property Shop is a full-service realty and management company with a team of partners to give you that extra peace of mind. The Property Shop is truly your one-stop shop, providing stellar service in all areas of realty. And right now, new home buyers will receive a one-year home protection warranty for that extra peace of mind on your next big purchase. More info online at The Property shopusa.com or 813-655-5000. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Talking more football here for this week. I think uh, as we go into week 10, it's always interesting. I, I break down the top five teams. This week, I'm going to start uh, with the fifth team. I have the Tennessee Titans as my fifth team this week in the NFL. You know, they're playing, they're at home, they're hosting the Saints tomorrow at at 1 o'clock, and I think that um, the Saints are going to give Tennessee a game. They're going to try to get after Ryan Tannehill with their defense, and I think that by dropping a couple extra guys in the secondary, um, the Saints are going to be able to uh, cause some problems. However, what I'm hearing is that Alvin Kamara uh, of course, he's always the focal point for the Saints offense. Uh, I heard he hasn't practiced the last couple of days, so I'm not really sure what's going on with him. Um, assuming he plays, I think it should be a good game. Of course, if he doesn't play, then you know it puts all kinds of uh, additional pressure on that Saints offense, and uh, I don't know if they can win at that point, but that's the... Um, the fifth pick of this week in my top five. Number four, I have Green Bay. Green Bay is uh, seven and two right now. They'll be hosting Seattle. Now, from all uh, from all accounts, it looks as though Russell Wilson will be coming back and playing. Now, Seattle at three and five, it's really a um, a must win for them. So. Uh, He's going to come back. I look for uh, Metcalf, Lockett, their two receivers, to have a good game. And, of course, as always, the key for Green Bay is uh, protecting their quarterback, you know, making sure that uh, Rodgers stays upright and no one gets to him. they got to play better along the offensive line, that's for sure. And I think that um, Green Bay's defense, they always seem to live off of takeaways and um, Seattle's pretty good at protecting the ball. So that may be uh, an interesting game. That one, I think, could go either way. I believe the Packers are favored by three or three and a half at this point, but I could see Seattle making it very close and even pulling off uh, the mild upset, if you want to look at it that way. The third-ranked team in my top five are the Bucks. So, like I said, we're 6-2 and two right now, finding ways to do what we have to do while we're getting healthier. Uh, we won't have some players, as we mentioned earlier, but 
Uh, when you have Tom Brady over center, I, I don't see it to be a, a really big problem facing a team that ranks among the league's worst against the pass. So uh, Washington, they're going to have to go ahead and try to put some pressure on Brady. No quarterback likes to get uh, pressured, of course. And you know Chase Young is um, capable of doing that. They haven't had a great year so far. But uh, again, any given week, anything could happen. Their quarterback, Taylor Heineke there, I mean, he's... Um, He's a good NFL quarterback. I'm surprised at what he's done so far. And when he's able to get out of the pocket and and run, utilize his legs, he could cause a little bit of problems. Obviously, I don't think the Redskins will be, or the the Redskins, the Washington football team, excuse me, will be able to run on uh, the Bucs. So they may have to uh, look for some trick plays. Anyway, I do see the Bucs winning that game, at least by a touchdown, probably by by 10 points. Uh, the second-ranked team, in my opinion right now, the Arizona uh, Cardinals, they're at home. They'll be hosting Carolina. As you know by now, Carolina just signed Cam Newton. Cam Newton is back with Carolina, and uh, looks like Christian McCaffrey, running back, after last week, he's back. So with those two players, uh coming together, it's going to be an interesting game to see how Arizona can handle them. Um, Carolina, uh, uh, the Cardinals rather, they they usually, when they get an early lead and they can create turnovers, they're tough to beat. You can say that about most teams, but especially this team. And I don't see it being that way with Newton back there and McCaffrey, who's probably the best all-around um, back in the game. With those two reunited, I think there's going to be a uh, different ball game, different planning if you're an Arizona fan this week. So watch out for something exciting in that game to happen. I don't think Hopkins is playing for Arizona. And, of course, you have um, Tyler Kyler Murray, the quarterback for Arizona, who's still nursing a a leg injury. So we're not sure what's going to happen with that. And uh, number one team, and my top five this week would be the Rams, especially on paper. Oh, the Rams have uh, what it looks like, you know, Stafford back there. Um, they're able to pick up Aaron Donald. They have the Vaughn Miller, who they just picked up. They picked up Vaughn Miller and Odell Beckham since they've beaten the Bucks. So, like I said, on paper, they have a lot of firepower. And I think that Stafford's doing a great job this year. When you have Cooper Cup, who I think is the you know best receiver in the league right now from all the stats this year, uh, they can put up some points, no doubt. And they're at San Francisco. San Fran's three and five. Uh, those two teams, they get together. Uh, you never know what's going to happen. Garoppolo out there. Um, if he can find George Kittle, no look to the wide receiver Brandon Ayok out there, Debo Samuel. You never know. Uh, you never know. So it could be an interesting game. I do look for the Rams to go ahead and, you know, win that game, but I do look for it to be I do look for it to be close. Those are the top five teams that I have. I would love to hear your thoughts on uh your top five at this point, 877 you can go to jimmybsports.com and shoot me an email that way. I have an email from Brandon and Sefner. It says, Jimmy B, 
Do you think that the Bucks should be ahead of the Rams at this point, like you had mentioned last week on your show? Well, Brandon, that, that's a great email. I, I think that, number one, I did say that the Bucks are the, are the best team last week um, before the game, before the bye, obviously. And the reason I said that was because until someone beats them in a playoff game in January, in my opinion, they're the number one team to beat. You can't be the best until you beat the best. Right now, the Bucks are the best team, judging from what we did last year, and have the trophy. Now, saying that, I just broke down the top five teams. I had the Bucks third in that. I did have... Arizona at two, and I had the Rams at one. Right now, I think that there's a difference between the best teams and who's going to win the chip. So keep that in mind. When it comes down to January and February, do you want Kyler Murray out there with Arizona as your quarterback playing the playoffs? Do you want... um, uh, Do you want... um, Oh, where am I going with this? Rams, do you want Stafford out there as your quarterback right now in the playoffs under pressure? Maybe Stafford more so than Murray. But, you know, for my money, I'm going to take someone like Aaron Rodgers, who has playoff experience. Uh, I'm going to take someone like Tom Brady, who has the history that he has behind him. It's a whole different ball game come the playoff time. So although on paper right now, it appears that there are a few teams possibly better than the Bucks. I still say that in a one-game scenario, especially if we can maneuver and get home field advantage, it's going to be a very hard out for someone to move past us in the playoffs, assuming that you know, we stay healthy and there's no COVID issues and, and all that stuff. So uh, that's my top five on that. Uh, a couple other games, you have Buffalo playing the Jets this week. Um, Buffalo is a team that, you know, don't count them out either. They're right there on the cusp, I believe, of uh, being able to jump into the top five. I think they'll beat the Jets this week. And, um, you know, if you look at... Uh, what's going on with Josh Allen there, the quarterback of Buffalo. Uh, the Jets are allowing a lot of points. Buffalo is going to definitely exploit that defense. Uh, you have Atlanta and Dallas. People out, always ask me, why don't you put Dallas um, higher up in the rankings than you do? I'm not really sold on Dallas, to be honest with you. And plus, they have an injury to Randy Gregory, a defensive end, um, just happened this week. So Atlanta's playing well. Uh, the offensive line um, really playing well this year. You have a couple people in there that have um, definitely been worth the draft. Chris Lindstrom, one of them, really doing a good job protecting Matt Ryan. Uh, but I do look for Atlanta to give Dallas a good game. Now Atlanta's four and four. Dallas is six and two. Uh, if you look, Dallas came off a loss, and they're trying to figure out what's going on sometimes with that offense. So, uh, if that could go either way in that game, I wouldn't be surprised if it's a lot closer than the uh, eight and a half point spread that uh, the bookmakers have on that one right now. Uh, Jacksonville at Indianapolis. You have a two and six team, Jacksonville playing at 4-5 and five Indy. Uh, you know, as far as Indy goes, 
Carson Wentz, you got to keep on taking shots downfield with him. Uh, you're going to live or die with, with how he plays. He makes some uh, poor decisions, in my opinion, especially towards the end of a game. However, um, you know, he's, his percentage passing rating is higher now than it was since 2018. Now, he's been hurt a lot as well. So now we'll see what happens with him. You have Detroit at Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh's coming off a short week, obviously. Uh, Detroit is 0-8. They just got beat by Bye last week. Bye is 1-8 overall in uh, uh, Detroit's 0-8. So I think the Steelers will find a way to win that game. Probably one of the more interesting matchups this week, in my opinion, is going to be Cleveland at the Patriots. Both teams are 5-4. and four. The Browns had a nice win last week, but, uh, you know, they don't have Nick Chubb this week. Test a positive for COVID-19, and that's going to make a big difference. Of course, you know by now Odell Beckham's not on the team. They came out last week, and they had a uh, really good game. I think that... Uh, if you look at what the Browns did, they really wanted to prove that um, losing Beckham wasn't the end of the world for them, and it wasn't, obviously. Matt Jones with the Patriots really turning into a uh, good quarterback, a good NFL quarterback at this point. We're going to see what happens this weekend. They're going to have to run the ball, in my opinion, because the, um, the passing game sometimes for the Patriots, you can't rely on it. So I look for a good uh, running performance out of the Patriots. And this game is going to go down to the wire, I believe. At New England, you probably have to go with the Pats with the home field. You have Minnesota playing the Chargers. That's a 4 o'clock game. Um, You know, you really want to, if you're the Vikings, you want to shorten the field for Cousins and uh, put some pressure on him. So, and Justin Herbert for... uh, for the Chargers, I think that if you're looking for a good game from him, they're going to have to step up defensively first to give him some manageable situations. And, um, you know, they're going to have to find a way. The Chargers are going to have to find a way to neutralize um, Michael Davis and Asante Samuel. So I think that that game's going to go to the Chargers, but it's going to be a close game. Another one you have uh, Philadelphia at Denver. Denver's five and four, Philly three and six. Uh, Bridgewater has to protect the ball for Denver, and um, Hertz needs to be able to uh, lead the Eagles through the air, not just the ground. I've been saying that since Hertz took over. In my opinion, he won't be a a uh, good quarterback in the NFL until he's able to beat someone with his arm instead of just his legs. So we'll see what happens in that one. And then the other game that is uh, very interesting would be the night game tomorrow night, Kansas City at Las Vegas. Uh, what's going on with the Chiefs? I don't know. The Chiefs are 5-4, and four, but you know, there's still not a lot of teams that would like to play them in a one-game series. So, of course, again, no quarterback likes pressure. If Vegas can put some pressure on the Chiefs, on Mahomes, and believe me, the Raiders can do that with Crosby and you know, Yannick Nagori. So I think that uh, Vegas has a chance in this one. They can move up to 6-3. and three. Uh, or if KC wins, if KC loses their 500 team, and we'll have a conversation about that potentially next week. Um, 
But those are the games. Again, lots of interesting games. They get harder to pick each week because of just the uncertainty of what's going on sometimes with injuries, with um, the COVID setbacks, whatever it might be. So I think that it's going to get more interesting as we're about halfway through the season. Again, love to hear your thoughts. Go to JimmyBSports.com. Shoot me an email. We'll get that read on the show next week. We'll be right back to continue the show on Power 90.1. Here's a COVID-19 update pertaining to cruise travel. Everyone wants to get away and go on a vacation. But let's face it, there's a COVID fear factor out there. But here's some good news. Taking a cruise is probably the safest place you can be right now. All cruise lines have initiated very thorough testing requirements for all passengers and employees. They've also enhanced their air filtration systems, continual cleaning of the cruise ships, and have much stricter occupancy limitations. What that means for you is you can have peace of mind knowing you can have a wonderful vacation on a cruise ship without putting yourself in a severe risk of getting sick. Make your cruise vacation plans now. Call and let one of Viva Voyage's cruise experts help you find the safest cruise package at the lowest rates of the year. 800-284-1349-800-284-1349-800-284-1349. That's 800-284-1349. Now, now, back to the show. Back to the Jimmy B Sports Show on Power 90.1. Welcome back, sports fans. Touching a little bit on the Rays. There's some interesting uh, goings-ons with the Rays right now. We're going to get more in-depth with that on the next show. But I will say that um, the organization is getting closer and closer to that stadium here in uh, Ybor City. So stay tuned for updates on that. There's been a couple developments that I'm uh, finding out about, and it looks as though there will be an uh, open-air stadium uh, being built down here in Tampa, and uh, a lot of interesting things could happen with that. And I think that if you look at it from a sports fan's perspective, it makes a ton of sense for uh, getting more people, a larger fan base, going to games on this side of the bridge than over in St. Pete. Um, there's a lot of things going on with, um, you know, Ken Hagen, who's the city manager, as well as with Ray's ownership and uh, some inner workings with the partners. And again, we're going to expand on all that next week and give you an update on where it's stemming from and what will most likely happen, uh, in my opinion. So um, just want to briefly touch base again on the NFL, you know, all these trades and everything. Again, it, it just put things in perspective. If you're a Bucks fan, one game at a time, win and move on to the next game. I don't believe that there's any reason to, um, we don't need to pick anyone up. There's no reason to get uh, worried about any injuries right now. The people that we have are well equipped going through rehab, getting better. So I think that um, in time, uh, and again, it's a long season, that we're going to be able to make a great run 
in the playoffs once it starts. I want to touch briefly on the NCAA basketball season. I know we usually talk about football. We'll talk about that next week. Um, it's amazing to me how you can come out with the football standings and a team the, as a number six team just beats number eight team and the number uh, eight team is ahead of you in the rankings. Doesn't make any sense to me with the NCAA football. Uh, all the more reason you need to have a eight team, at least eight team uh, playoffs versus the four that we have right now. And I really think that you'll see that um, coming down the pike in the next couple of years here, possibly even next year. Uh, but as far as the NCAA basketball goes, always a fun time of year as we get ready to tip off the season. I want to give you the top 10 teams the way I see it. I think that um, at number 10, I have Baylor. I think that, um, you know, Baylor is one of those teams that their defense and the play of their guards will lead them definitely to a, uh, a top 10 ranking throughout the season and into the tournament. I have Villanova, Coach Jay Wright's team. Um, no, nobody plays harder or, or better when it matters than a Jay Wright coach team. And I think that they're really a popular pick for the Final Four this year. So I think to keep your eyes on that team from Philly. Illinois, I have at number eight. Uh, they have a great great center in uh, Koki Cockburn and a great point guard, Andre Cabello. So I think that that duo will propel them to win games that they should and a couple that maybe they really shouldn't. Kentucky, I have at seven. Kentucky had an off year last year. They and Duke did not make the uh, tournament for the first time in, I think, 700 years or something like that. So look for them to rebound. Uh, as you know, a team... Um, coached by Calipari is going to have a good season anyway. So especially after what happened last year, I look for them to come out and really um, be probably in the top two or three teams when the season's all said and done. Michigan uh, is number six right now. Uh, I actually saw them play the other night, watching them on TV. And um, they're big. They're really big. And I think that um, if you look at what Howard has done with that team, getting them all on the same page. They're going to have a, a good season as well. Purdue, uh, Purdue is going to turn some heads this year uh, on the hardwood. And I think that when it's all said and done, they're going to be uh, one of the top four or five teams as well. You have UCLA uh, and Kansas, those two teams. I have them at three and four, depending on which way you want to you know, pick them. I think that the, the athleticism on both those teams – are amazing. The, the entire starting five from the final four is back for UCLA. And I think that it's going to be something to watch if they were able to get all on the same page. Texas has so much depth. I have them at number two. Um, I don't see how they don't make the uh, final four this year. However, that's why you play the games. And of course, number one, I have Gonzaga. Um, Gonzaga has uh, the number one pick potentially in the NFL, I mean, the NBA draft, Chet Holmgren. He's a seven-foot-one center that can really do it all. Um, you can play him a point guard if you wanted to. If you get a chance, watch them. I do think that they're going to be number one team in the country. So, again, very early. Um, season just tipped off this week, so I think that's going to be fun to watch. And um, USF, if you can, catch a couple games this year up there at the Yingling Center. They're um, always a good good night to go out there and watch some basketball. 
Unfortunately, guys, that's all the time we have. The number here is 877-448-7901. If you get a chance, go to jimmybsports.com. You'll get all the latest sports updates as well as having the opportunity to shoot me an email and let me know what you want to talk about or what you want to hear more of next week on the show. Hope you all have a great weekend. Watch some sports. Take advantage of the nice weather. As always, stay vigilant. Stay safe. And above all, stay positive. You've been in the gymnasium. We'll talk to you next week.